When she finally did get out of bed, she went to church for a few weeks, taking me alongside her. I remember being twelve and feeling completely lost sitting in a church. We weren't really a praying kind of family until after bad things happened. Our church trips didn't last very long, though, because Mama called God a liar and scorned the townsfolk for wasting time on such deceit and empty promises of a promised land. Pastor Reese asked us not to come back for a while, to let things smooth out a bit. I hadn't known people could be banished from a holy temple until that very moment. When Pastor Reese said, come one, come all, I guessed he meant a different kind of one, and a special kind of all. Nowadays, Mama had moved on to a new pastime, different men on the regular. Some she slept with, others she used to help pay the bills, and then some she kept round because she was lonely, and they kind of looked like Dad. Some she even called by his name. Tonight, there was a car parked in front of her little house. It was a deep navy blue with shiny metallic silver frames. The inside had apple-red leather seats, a man sitting with a cigar between his lips, and Mama in his lap. He looked like he'd walked right out of the 1960s, She giggled as he whispered something to her, but it wasn't the same kind of laugh she'd always given Dad. It was a little vacant, a little hollow, a little sad. I glanced down the street and saw Miss Jackson surrounded by the other gossipy women, pointing at Mama and her new man of the week. I wished I were close enough to hear them so I could tell them to keep their yaps shut, but they were a good block away. Even the kids who were tossing a ball in the street Hitting it around with a few broken sticks stopped their actions and stared wide-eyed at Mama and the stranger. Cars that cost as much as his never traveled down streets that looked like ours. I'd tried to convince Mama she should move to a better neighborhood, but she refused. I thought it was mainly because her and Dad had bought the house together. Maybe she hadn't completely let him go yet. The man blew a cloud of smoke into Mama's face and they laughed together. She was wearing her nicest dress, a yellow dress that hung off her shoulders, hugged her small waist, and flared out at the bottom. She wore so much makeup that it made her 50-year-old face look more like a 30-year-old. She was pretty without all that gunk on her cheeks, but she said a little blush made a girl turn into a woman. The pearls around her neck were from Grandma Betty. She'd never worn those pearls for a stranger before tonight, I wondered why she was wearing them now. The two glanced my way, and I hid behind the porch post where I was spying from. Liz, if you're planning on hiding, at least do a better job at it. Now come on over and meet my new friend, Mama shouted. I stepped from behind the post and walked over to the two of them. The man blew another puff of smoke, and the smell lingered around my nostrils as I took in his graying hair and deep blue eyes. Richard, this is my daughter Elizabeth. Everyone we know calls her Liz, though. Richard eyed me up and down in a way that made me feel less like a person. He studied me as if I was a porcelain doll he wanted to watch shatter. I tried not to show my discomfort, but it seeped through as my eyes shifted to the ground. How do you do, Liz? Elizabeth, I corrected, my voice hitting the concrete I'd been staring down at. Only people I know call me Liz. Liz, that is no way to speak to him. Mama scolded, 
her slight wrinkles deepening in her forehead. She would have had a fit if she'd known her wrinkles were showing. I hated how whenever a new man came around, she was quick to back them up instead of standing up for me. It's all right, Hannah. Besides, she's right. It takes time to get to know somebody. Nicknames need to be earned, not given out freely. There was something so slimy about the way Richard stared at me and puffed on his cigar. I was wearing a pair of loose jeans and a plain oversized t-shirt, but his eyes made me feel exposed. We were about to go grab a bite to eat in town, if you want to join us, he offered. I declined. Emma's still sleeping. My eyes glanced back to the house where my baby girl was laying on the pull-out sofa she and I'd been sharing for one too many nights since we moved back in with Mama. Mama wasn't the only one who'd lost the love of her life. Hopefully...